Bidzy Small Business Society number 95. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisov. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bidzy's Small Business Society. Today, I am joined by Corbett Miller. Corbett is a professional martial arts instructor, real estate developer and investor, and rare horse breeder. He has developed a way of managing staff with free online tools. Now, it is his mission to help entrepreneurs to create freedom and independence in their small businesses. Corbett, thanks for freeing up some time for us today. Can you first tell us more about yourself and then about your business? Sure, Rob. Um, This is coming up on our 20th year of having our martial arts school in Kirkland, uh, Kirkland, Washington. Uh, Kirkland is a, um, it's a small town outside of Redmond, uh, which is where uh, Microsoft's headquarters is. And uh, we've been very fortunate to have our school there for those years. And, you know, the reason why I I wrote a book about uh, three years ago, and it's kind of interesting because I I have a lifestyle business and it's something where I, I I joke that I run around in my pajamas and have fun for a living. And, (laughs) but it's kind of interesting because, um, you know, I have the reason why I wrote this this book called Demythify uh, is because I have friends that are in the exact same industry as me uh, that are actually more quote unquote successful than me, but absolutely hate their business. So that was kind of a watershed moment for me. Was you know why why am I you know I still enjoy doing what I'm doing and have my staff and really enjoy working with them and some of my staff that have the exact same you know operation as I do. In fact you know, uh, are quote unquote more successful, absolutely hate their business, would sell their business to the first person that uh, would step up with a check. So um, it was a lot of soul searching and really coming up with this idea of demythifying your business because, um, you know, it's this idea that just because you're successful doesn't mean you're going to be free. And, you know, you could have the, the dream job or the dream business, but still be, you know, chronically unhappy. And I think there's things that we can do as entrepreneurs that can uh, stave that off. It's never going to be stress-free, but it's something that if you have systems developed in your business, it's really going to help out to um, you know, make the, the business something that really works for you. Corbett, you've created 
that lifestyle business for yourself. Like you said, now you're living in the beautiful Northwest. Fantastic over there. Uh, you're doing a lot of these things that, uh, you know, a lot of us might not have time for. Again, martial arts, you're uh, a rare horse breeder. Now, how did you get your start with your business? What was really happening around you or maybe happening in your own small business that you saw as an opportunity to help others with theirs? Well, you know, again, it's, it's something that, um, you know, with any business, you know, I, I have a saying that that the system's the business, and the business is the system. And you know, there's a lot of ideas around. You know, I, I call it camming your business. So, um, creating, assigning, and managing the systems in your business. Because a lot of people have created systems. It's sort of like you know when people set goals for themselves, as far as like with nutrition or with exercise, they set this lofty goal in January, and then by March, that you know the the goal that they even r- r- have written down somewhere is like somewhere tucked away in a notebook, and then they find it in uh, in June and find that they're disappointed they didn't achieve their goal. So. It's you know systems are the same way in a business, and I think it's this it's this uh, continuous process of creation, assigning, and managing your systems. And even if you're just a solopreneur, you still have to go through that process because you're always trying to create these best practices. And that's really what my book's about: is how to cam your business and what's the daily practice of you know, camming your business and making it something where it works for you. And that's, you know, the, the, the gist of the book is really about using the Google Drive to create forms and to, and to really codify your processes in your business. What exactly is the sales process in your business? Uh, how, what does a clean uh, lobby look like? I mean, all of these questions that I think build stress in a, an owner's life but if, unless, until you've created the system in advance, until you've created the way that something should be done, it's impossible to delegate it effectively. It's impossible to supervise it effectively. And it just builds stress in your life because it's all these undone open loops that I think gives people stress. And I think that's what we're trying to do is to close those off so that you can focus on what's most important in your business. Sure. So Corbett, demythify the stuff for us even more. So there are broad systems that we're talking about, but you're narrowing the stuff down for us a little bit. You're talking about Google Docs. Uh, you know, you're talking about uh, what are the sales processes? What are a, a couple of other, maybe two or three other things that an entrepreneur, a business, o- small business owner, or a solopreneur should be looking at uh, to demythify inside of their day-to-day operations? Well, I think it's like you're creating a recipe, right? I mean, it's, it's sort of like, uh, what's the first thing that you do when you uh, when you make bake a cake, all right, get out the pans, right? It's it's literally sort of like stair stepping yourself through that process, because then it, it, you know there's another whole idea around this as as far as benchmarking. I mean, which works better, approach A or approach B? Well, unless you've got approach A and approach B codified and create a system, because it's not just Google Docs. It, it's 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 the Google Form, which is really it's a, a it's an unused part of the the Google Suite that people don't use, which is amazing. Because here, here's the thing, you can create videos and embed them in that form, and you can screen capture, you can jing videos of of you do, doing work on on the computer, so that it will describe this for someone exactly what should be going on, whether that's a, a, a Simple YouTube video of you with an iPhone walking around, you know, how to do inventory in your business or if it's how to clean a toilet I mean, it's, or, or if it's like, you know, uh, selling to a high-end customer. You can literally create 
video and embed that on your form so that you can create a checklist and then a video that is a compendium to that. So it, it's like a laser like focus. And here's what I do sometimes. I actually have a, I, I have VAs that work for me and I'll send them my system. I'll say, Hey, this is what I need to have done. Please go through this for me. And they do the checklist. They use the video and they re it reports back to me. And I can literally, I can check my systems. Uh, I can check my systems in my business uh, quicker than you can read a Twitter feed. You know, literally it's like three clicks of the mouse and boom, I'm, I've supervised all the work in my business. So, yeah. And, I, and again, the, the form is something that people don't typically use. They use sheets, they use the docs, but they don't use the form. And the form is so powerful because it allows you to create, you know, uh, again, these processes that then you can supervise. And what's kind of cool, too, is you can also send those to people. Uh, and again, whether it's a VA or one of your employees, you can embed them in a calendar. You can embed them in Google Calendar so that they are running on a loop. You can uh, put them on your toolbar so you can in Chrome so that, you know, like what I typically do is I'll have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. These are the checklist for my, my floor staff. I'll also have the monthly checklists, which are just the months of the year embedded in there as well. So they know what they should be doing very specifically. Some people might say it's micromanaging your staff. I think it's just precisely managing your staff. And I think it also gives them a, a direction as to what they should be doing because that's really the, the, the analogy of the cam, camming your business. A cam in a piece of mach industrial machinery is um, a mechanism that converts rotating energy or spinning energy into a straight line. So it's really what you're doing in your business is you're, instead of spinning your wheels, you're taking all that energy of spinning your wheels and giving your business a direction that everyone's rowing and pushing toward. Absolutely. Make them work smart, not hard. Now, uh, you know, I've been on the receiving end of those Google Forms before, and if it's as easy to set up as it is easy to use, it's really a no-brainer, I think, for it small is. business owners and entrepreneurs. Absolutely. I mean, I, I choke people for a living. I'm, a, I, 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 I'm not a tech person, right? Um, but again, I've, I've really, you know, because it was an outgrowth. I mean, I've had my business for 20 years. I remember creating systems on VHS tapes, you know? I mean, and literally like, hey, here's the, here's the information inquiry. Uh, here's how we're going to market, you know? And then someone would tape over friends on top of the VHS tape. And yeah, I'm, I'm dating myself. But anyway, um, it's, it's, you know, this is so precise and video is so ubiquitous. I mean, it's so easy to like really, but again, it, it gets back to that diet. I, you know, I've worked with a lot of people and uh, coaching them and it's, it, it's so much like so much of my coaching with people around systems is very akin to like coaching someone I do in the martial arts. It's like, you know, you have to really get to the root cause of why, why don't you have systems in your business? Cause a lot of people know that. I mean, it's like people know how to lose weight. I mean, but they don't do it. <laughs> people know how to create systems or, or they, they can learn very quickly, but they don't really do it. And I think it's really a daily practice. It's sort of like, you know, how do you chop down the, the, the largest tree in the forest? Well, you do it five chops a day. And unfortunately, people look at systems in your business the, the same way as, as like going to the gym. They get really excited for the first few days, but then it's like they realize it's going to be a lot of work and they stop the daily practice. And it's got to be something that I've had my business for 20 years. I still have to work, uh, you know, on my business, not just in it every day. 
For sure. Now, I made some notes here for the interview, Corbett, and sort of what you were talking about just now leads me perfectly, I think, into the next question. So I want you to talk about some of the stuff uh, that we talked about in the intro. So, you know, martial arts, real estate, horse breeding, how does discipline and success in those areas translate into success in small business? Well, I think business is business, you know, and it's something that, you know, you have to really, you know, you take those things from one to the other in terms of, you know, uh, there's only so much time in the day, and at some point you have to you have to let go of some of those duties, or else you're just going to be perpetually stressed out. And I think that um, over time, you know, if you don't have systems in your business, it just makes it something where that you um, it, it's very hard to do it all yourself. But then there comes this other frustration of, okay, well I have to to give that authority up to someone. How do I do that effectively without make, creating more stress? Because, you know, another pitfall that that people come in into when they're creating systems or managing staff is that you know they. I just had a conversation with one of my friends back in Iowa, um, you know, the other day, and he's just all upset because he had two people that have quit on him. You know, he's only this is like his first two employees. I'm like, well, dude, that's going to happen. I mean, you know, it's like you, you're you're not going to keep someone forever. But, you know, he, his, his response to me was, I'll, I'll just go back to doing it all myself. And I think that's just the recipe for disaster because there's this, this adjunct idea. It's not even in my book, but it's something that I blogged about at my website. Um, it's called decision fatigue. And I think that, a lot, you know, having multiple businesses, you know, you, you have to really learn to manage, you know, um, decision fatigue. It's this idea was written up in the New York Times um, uh, Sunday Magazine a, f- a few years ago, but it's this idea of ego depletion that the the more decisions you make throughout the day, the the more difficult it is for you to you know have good self discipline throughout the day. The longer the day goes on, and it's tied to this idea of of ego depletion. This person did a study. This is the way it, it sort of works. He had these people, um, he did a control. He had people, this long table of objects. And he said, I want you to go through and just describe these objects for me. That was the control. So the long table walks down and describes all the objects. Then at the end of the table, they have a bucket of ice cold water. Put your hand inside the ice cold water. See how long you can hold your hand in the ice cold water. That's the control, right? Then the actual participants in the study, it was the, instead of describing each of the objects, they said, tell me the differences between all these objects. In other words, make decisions about these objects. Go down the table, put your hand in the bucket of water. The people that had to make decisions around those objects could only hold their hand in the ice water half as long. And again, the ice bucket is really, it's, it's a test of your self-discipline. So it's, it's not just psychological, it's physical that the more decisions that you have to make throughout the day, the less self-discipline you're going to have. The, the, the more you're going to have trouble dealing with your kids patiently or with your spouse patiently or saving that mental power for a very important decision, not should I buy the, you know, 12 ounce toner cartridge or the eight ounce toner cartridge. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, those small decisions that you make throughout the day that every entrepreneur makes kills them. It literally kills the love of their business if they don't learn to control, 
you know, those small details and delegate those small details to people. It's so interesting that those decisions, however small or large they might be, are just slowly or, you know, more quickly wearing you thin, both physically and mentally, right? Well, again, it's, it's physiological. I mean, it's, it's not, I mean, it's, it's the mind body connection, but you know, there, there's a reason why people that are highly successful, you know, it's like they joke about Mark Zuckerberg and his hoodie, right? <laughs> there's a reason why he wears that because he's got a lot of things he's got to make decisions around. And the, the first decision he doesn't want to make is, okay, what do I wear in the morning? Do I wear the white shirt or the yellow shirt? Right? So it's, I mean, you don't, you just want to, you don't want to be a robot by any means, but at the same time, I think, you know, entrepreneurs are always having to make important decisions. And one of my friends said this, if you say yes to the one thing, you're saying no to another. And so you have to make sure that what you're, you're um, using your mental energy around is what's going to be the highest and best use of that. Man, great stuff. Love all of that. Now, Corbett, uh, I want to get into some of the challenges that you faced um, on your entre- entrepreneurial journey. So help our listeners understand what were some of your biggest challenges and some of the steps that you took to overcome them? Well, you know, it's something I describe in, in my book, and this is when I first had my business about, you know, like uh, 15 years ago. Um I remember that's when I first did my foray into uh, staff development and, you know, um, you know, work. I actually, there's a lot of teens that work for me and the team that I'm talking about right now, he's actually just graduated from uh, Santa Clara university. He's an engineer now. So it's kind of weird that I'm talking about this kid like this because he's actually a rock star kid, um, a rock star adult now. But um, I remember um, I, I was like, I'm going to make systems in my business. This is what I'm going to do. And uh, so I was going to teach this teen kid, how to clean a toilet. And I was like, okay. So first off, I held up the brush to the kid and he looked at me like, I've never seen one of those in my <laughs> life because teen, kid, teen boys don't clean toilets, right? And I remember going through this whole like idea of like training him on, training him the right way of how to clean this bathroom up and make it look spotless and you know make all of our parents happy when they walk in and see this pristine bathroom. And I remember like going through this checklist with them and okay, this is how we're gonna do it and this has got it. And uh, then I remember going back in the bathroom after about a week and it looked like, you know, there was like dust on the top of the toilet bowl. It was gross everywhere. And, and then I remember confronting the kid about it and, and, he, and he said, well, I put the blue stuff in the, the bowl. I'm like, dude, that's not cleaning the, the bathroom, <laughs> right? Because it's, it's this idea with systems that the map is not the territory. You know, there's always, you know, when you're creating systems, that was one of the, the biggest challenges for me was that I expected people to like do it. It's like, okay, that's your job. So you're, you've, this is your job. You're going to clean the bathroom and you do it. And that's, that's it. Well, unfortunately, that's why, you know, in any business, there's a manager, there's someone there to make sure that the system is being ran precisely. So it's not like a Ron Bopil grill where you set it and forget it. You have to be supervising people and inspecting what you expect. And that was one of the biggest lessons for me. And, um, you know, just, you know, learning to delegate appropriately so that I don't kind of own that task back of cleaning a bathroom when I should be thinking about strategic opportunities or, you know, the things I should be doing. So, um, that was the first thing is that, you know, it's, it's not just creating a system, it's a, and not just assigning it, but it's also managing it. And I think that's the complete picture of system strategy. So are we talking about one overarching system that say a manager is over overseeing and some subsystems that we maybe want to empower our employees to take control of as well? 
Well, you know, I think, you know, I make this distinction between rehearsed systems and live systems. So in other words, when I, when I have a, um, one of my staff members talking to a, a family about, you know, how martial arts develops life skills, I can't have them looking off of a checklist and, you know, reading. And now this is how, you know, I can't have them doing that. So there's this idea of a rehearsed system that actually teaches uh, someone how to be able to freeform that. Now, what's kind of cool in the Google Drive is you can have a system that teaches that, have a document, like a cheat sheet that they can download off of that system. But then you can also have a test actually test their knowledge with like multiple choice questions or, you know, fill in the blank questions. I mean, there's literally, you can make it so rich of a training experience that you can either have it as a rehearsed system or a live system that someone can run. Perfect. Now, Corbett, how are you finding these entrepreneurs, these small business owners that you're working with? How, or how do they find you? What are you really doing to connect with your audience? Well, it's for me, it's, it's, I don't think it's that difficult. Like you were saying, I think anyone can really get their head around, um, you know, using the Google form or the Google drive to be able to, to create these systems. Um, but I think there is an art to it, especially when you're a small business owner that's trying to, you know, that struggles with this, or that's wanting to hire their first employee that wants to like get better performance out of their employees. So how you structure questions, how you, how you structure the checklists, um, so I, I develop coaching relationships with people. I also, my book is pretty self-explanatory, but I also have courses that actually goes through and teaches people how to be able to set up the systems. I call that the quick start course. So it allows people to quickly start creating the systems. But then what's kind of neat is, you know, I have this principle in, uh, in my book, I call it the magic hour. And, and really it's the whole idea of a daily practice of managing your business. You don't want it to be, you, it's like, you know, exercising daily a little bit, as opposed to trying to go out and run a marathon one day and then never exercise the rest of the, of the month. Right. Um, you want this small incremental daily practice and I call that the magic hour. And it might be for, a. a a new entrepreneur, a magic 20 minutes. It could be a magic, uh, 10 minutes if they're really busy, but you commit to every day a little bit improving your business systems wise, because it pays benefits and dividends. So I have these courses that takes people through that. So the book is the first level of interaction with me. The quick start course is the second interaction with me. And then the magic hour is where I literally take you through a month of what your magic hour should be like Monday through Friday. Hey everyone, this is the, the third day of your magic hour. We're working on uh, assigning the system you created on Monday. And this is what you're going to be doing. You're going to be assigning it in a calendar or you're going to be assigning it on a browser window. So I, I allow people to be able to do that. Then the highest level is, is coaching with me. But I only work with a few people at a time coaching because – and it's, it's pretty quick because I want people to really understand how to be able to kind of get this process going because, again, it's sort of like um, a, a personal training relationship almost with a business owner where I meet with them on Google Hangouts. We kind of, you know, open up the Google Forms together. We talk about what's going on with them. I make suggestions. And it's sort of like something that I work with them on just a weekly basis to make sure that, that they're on track and kind of getting traction in their business. Sure. And if somebody doesn't really want to get into that, you know, one-on-one -on -one coaching scenario, again, we can learn about things like the magic hour in your book, Demythify. Can we find it on Amazon? Or Yeah, it's on Amazon. It's actually, um, I have... 
uh, a free offer on my website, demythify.com, where you pay shipping and handling. I'll ship the book right to you. And it's just a nice way of kind of getting that in your hands. It's a small book, and it's gotten some really great reviews on Amazon uh, from the standpoint of it's it's not a fluff book. It's not one of those pie-in-the-sky theory books. It's really you know goes on a, a quick con- contextual overview and then literally like let's sit down open up Google Drive, and I'll take you through how to be able to create your systems. That's what we're looking for, I think, as, again, these busy small business owners, these busy entrepreneurs, we want this quick, actionable stuff. And I think in your book, you're giving us that. We want to talk about that toward the end. Again, if you missed it, the book is demythified, but we will talk about it again. Now, forgive me for jumping around here a little bit, Corbett, but do you love to win or hate to lose, and why? You know, this. I saw this question uh, when you were um, – giving me a little precursor to our interview today. And this is great. I'm, I'm really big, and I should have brought this up in terms of the books, but I'll get to your question in a second. But there's this book called Mindset by Carol Dweck. And I think every parent on the planet should read this and take it to heart because I deal with parents all the time. And entrepreneurs should as well. Um, I'm also a coach of Brazilian jiu-jitsu athletes. I have um, actually a Brazilian jiu-jitsu senior world champion in that trains with me as one of my students. I myself have won a championship before in the past. Um, but here's the thing. I, I have students that have to have this great relationship between winning and, and losing. And this is not proper grammar, but this is instructive into what I try to instill in all my students. I had a student lose a tournament um, one week, turn around and won the grand championship the next week. And in class, I asked him, I said, Kaito, so you won a tournament last, last week, and, uh, and then you lost a tournament two weeks ago. Are you a winner or are you a loser? And he says, now this is not proper grammar, I'm a learner. And, you know, again, our idea about winning and losing, uh, especially, you know, martial arts teaches you this. You, there, there's a fine line between those two ideas. And, you know, really losing can be a source of feedback if you look at it in the proper context. And um, I think, you know, people really learning to have, because an, an entrepreneur, the entrepreneurial journey is going to be filled with lots of victories and lots of defeats. And you can't internalize either of those. You know, you're not an L, you're not a W. You're something bigger than both of those. And so being able to do that has a lot to do with the growth mindset, which Carol Dweck has a lot to say in her book. I got to say, Corbett, uh, those are some pretty insightful, wise words from Kaito. How old is he? He's a young guy. He, well, you know, with that being said, I mean, um, I, my, my students are educated in the growth mindset. And um, that's something that, you know, we try to make sure we, we help them with and understand. But it, again, that's part of the martial arts journey, too, is that, you know, um, you can't think too highly of yourself. I think, you know, as a society in America, we've overdosed on self-esteem and th- uh, words like grit and the growth mindset are buzzwords, but martial arts, we talk about that from day one. And that's why I think a martial arts education for a child is, is critical because it, it tempers the self-esteem that we all want for our, our children with, you know, learning to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, with, you know, learning how to lose gracefully, with, you know, not internalizing losses, because there's lots of psychology about, you know, um, winning and losing that, you know, if, if people are too enrolled on either of those spectrums, it, it can really be um, horrible, you know. And, and again, it's um, symptomatic, too, of, of, you know, problems in our culture, I think. Yeah, we don't want to win or 
just win or lose gracefully, but again, we want to learn gracefully. Now, we're starting to wind down a little bit here, Corbett. I want to ask you this. I want you to boil this down for us. What is the one piece of advice you want to share with our listeners about creating freedom and independence in their businesses? Well, it's created. It's it's not a switch that you flip. It's something that you do day by day and creating a daily practice of working on your business, not just in your business, will pay you dividends over the long term. It is not something that's going to happen overnight. And if you um, you really kind of you know look around, there's quite a bit of information that can be helpful to small business owners. But that's you know again, it's the daily practice, day by day, incrementally improving you know the business systems by like you know uh, an eighth of a percent every day. If you do that over time. And you pl- and you can do that effectively. It will really help you to to find that elusive idea of what we want from our business, and that's freedom. Now, Corbett, what does the future look like for you and your business? Ah, you know, it's it's interesting. I mean, I, I have lots of businesses that I'm, I'm working in, uh, not just within my schools, but um, I'm doing curriculum now. I've written a kids' book. Actually, it's kind of interesting because it's it's uh, a book about the growth mindset, and it's actually about Kaito. The kid I talked about, all right, Kaito the Young Samurai. It's on Amazon, but it talks about this kid, you know, trying to overcome obstacles and, you know, using his growth mindset to, to, um, you know, um, kind of learn about winning and losing and deliberate practice and all of these great things that we talk about in martial arts. Um, I'm also working on uh, online curriculum to help others, martial arts school owners, specifically in the world of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, to teach kids more effectively. Um, you know, but again, it's something that, you know, I'm stimulated by these different projects because, um, you know, I've also been able to free up a lot of the mind space that I have, you know, from my school. So I'm not, you know, worrying about, you know, which size toner cartridge to get. Um, my staff does that for me so I can be thinking about other things that are stimulating to me and are, are interesting. So that's part of it is that, you know, the systems allow you to create that mental space for these bigger projects, which is what I'm really excited about. Corbett, it's clear you've got a strong, positive mindset. Uh, You know, you've got your books, you've got your blog, you've got your coaching. If people want to learn more about you and everything that you're doing, how can they connect? Uh, Just go to my website, uh, demythify, de-mythify.com. And there's a bunch of information on there. There's some free courses that they can take about camming their business and um, they can get my book there as well. Corbett, I appreciate your time. Thanks so much for joining me today on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. Thanks, Rob. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today.